Well, hey there, and welcome to First Take, a podcast ministry of First Reformed Presbyterian Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm Assistant Pastor Jim Curtis here with my senior pastor, Brent Haran, to offer you our take this week on FRPC's reopening this coming Sunday. So Brent, let's, uh, let's start there. Where are we right now? Well, we decided to go ahead and record in the sanctuary. You can probably hear a little bit of an echo. We wanted to create a little ambiance for this, um, for this recording. Um, we're getting excited about people showing up and filling these pews once again. So um, hopefully this gives them a little taste uh, of the sanctuary, even though they're not here. Probably also tells them which microphones we used, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so Brent, as we consider reopening, uh, we know that you've put out a congregational letter now on behalf of the session uh, on the blog today. Um, I know a lot of folks have been looking for that. Um, a lot of people have been asking about these details. They're available now on the blog. Uh, if you haven't been able to go and see those um, and read that letter, we would encourage you to do so. Just go to www.frpc.org slash blog. But we're also going to talk about it. So let's let's kind of talk about these um, uh, these procedures. And, and first question, obviously, is can you give us a sneak peek here about um, maybe the, the, the conversation? Because, I mean, we... So we haven't done a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the youth podcasts have slowly come to an end. The blog has been slowing down. Um, I think this has been in anticipation of reopening, but kind of walk us through the last couple of weeks uh, in, in determining this process. Yeah, so I guess uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, when we met to, to begin talking about reopening, which has really probably been a, a conversation we've been having for about a month, mm -hmm. thinking about this time, what's it going to look like? And um, I guess a couple of weeks ago when we said we're going to shoot for June 7th, mm -hmm. that was a pretty quick uh, turnaround to get everything in order. And so we did slow down the blog. Um, we haven't recorded a podcast. We've, we knew we were going to do a podcast like this. So we've kind of been saving it uh, for this. And some of the other things are just sort of winding down. Um, I know you and I've talked about we'll probably keep the blog going on a once a week or mm -hmm. um, maybe twice a week uh, basis, but there's just too many things going on um, to, to make it all work. Uh, the session has met uh, multiple times um, at the church um, for many hours discussing mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. Last night we were with the deacons and going over all the procedures and uh, just trying to get everything together. Mm -hmm. So it's just a, a lot going on. A lot of research has gone into that too, right? right. We, we've been trying to follow the CDC's guidance and those sorts mm -hmm. of things. And um, I think you, you mentioned it in the blog and, and we've said it how many times at session meetings, right? Of like, this is an ever changing, ever evolving and ever changing kind of environment. And mm -hmm. so, um, you know, we can put these sorts of things out there, but if we get guidance, if we, you know, if we understand that, that certain things have changed, um, we're just asking folks to roll with us. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, we have to take the guidance as it comes and, and weigh that against, um, and for, uh, scripture and those sorts of things. So, and I um, think, uh, you know, even over the next, uh, couple of Sundays, this is going to be a learning process. I think right. we're going to learn a lot this Sunday, you know, we're doing the best we can sort of in theory to set things up. But, um, as I said, we're going to evaluate it weekly and if changes need to be made one way or the other, uh, we'll adjust. And um, it's just going to take some time to get used to this. But hopefully we're not like this for very long. Right. So that's our hope and prayer. Right. OK, so let's talk the details then. Um, that's the, the process. Talk to us uh, about the services. OK, so I, uh, first of all, that word's plural. Maybe mm -hmm. start there. That's new. But then walk us through kind of the, the general things that we might be doing, the things we, we aren't doing, those sorts of things. Let's start there. OK. 
Well, obviously, we're going to two services. Uh, where before we had two different services morning and evening. That's, that's not happening right now. We're going to have two identical services in the morning, uh, one at 9, one at 11.15. Um, so you say identical, singing the same songs, same confession of faith, same sermon. You know, the same sermon, but the, the, I'll just go ahead and tell you the second one will probably be better. Um, <laughs> I'll probably learn some things in the first one. Um, but yeah, everything as far as the service will basically be identical as what we're doing as a church. Uh, we're going to be providing a, a live stream uh, for the eleven fifteen service. We got that up and running uh, last night. Um, beg your patience with that in case there's any kind of um, issues uh, in the first week or two getting that going. Mm-hmm. We'll send out more information. They'll be able to access that through the website. Um, we'll put it on the blog on Sunday mornings. So... Um, Hopefully that all works out and gets going um, easily. Uh, the service is going to be a little different than what we're used to. We're not doing the Lord's Supper for now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be slightly abbreviated to, to try to make it around an hour long. Some of that, um, uh, there's multiple reasons for that, um, especially when you have two services, you have to be a little tighter on your time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we'll talk a little bit more about what that service is going to look like a little bit later, but we're not doing the Lord's Supper the offering will be a little bit different. There will mm-hmm. be boxes in the back and in the front, so we're not going to be sending an offering plate. So when people are coming in or when they're going out, if they forget, they can just slide their envelope into the little mm-hmm. uh, lock boxes um, either way. Um, bulletins, we're just going to have them stacked. We're not going to have anybody um, handing them out, so there will be a place for them to pick them up as they come into the sanctuary in the front and in the back. Um for right now, we're not having a child care. We're not mm-hmm. having child care. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, that'll be a little bit different for our services, mm-hmm. um, which is wonderful to have our, our, our little ones in the service. Um, maybe over the next few weeks, we'll be able to work some of that out. But for right now, um, there might be more squawking in the yeah. service, which praise the Lord. Yeah, we're That's Presbyterian okay. Church, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. I, uh, <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm excited about that, honestly. I, I remember years and years ago, uh, at, a, at a funeral, my my niece, very small at that time, um, I think less than two years old, and she started crying. And yeah. um, as a matter of fact, it was a Roman Catholic priest who who said uh, at that point to my mom, who's going to stand up and take her out while she was crying. He said one of the most theologically accurate things. He said, "If she can't cry in God's house, mm. where can she cry?" So I'm actually looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a, a church that's alive. Yeah, right. Um, that's also a, a big factor in being just at an hour. Right. We understand that since we can't offer our normal services and our normal, uh, normal kind of things that we do, like nursery, like Sunday school, and those sorts of things, that that we want to make sure that everybody's comfortable with the amount of time. Right. Um, there's also going to be hand sanitizer, right? Of course, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, maybe during the cleaning stage, but there's going to be all, uh, all manner of things that, that people need mm-hmm. for all that stuff at those entrances and exits as well um, to make them comfortable. Um, okay, so talk to me now about how many, how many people can come to these services uh, and then uh, maybe, maybe give us a sneak peek of, of how we might ask them to, to let us know they're coming. So we're going to make each service uh, max capacity uh, right now for about 100 people. Mm -hmm. Um, That gives us a little bit of wiggle room. Um, When we talked about keeping it to one service or two services, um, one of the reasons that we couldn't do two services is that we're not sure we can fit everybody in here Mm -hmm. and maintain proper social distancing. Mm -hmm. So uh, instead of trying to fit 
let's just say 200 people in here, that could be quite a chore. Mm-hmm. Uh, we said, well, let's just, let's go conservative. Let's have two services. We'll split those up. Um, hopefully those services max out mm. and we get as many people in here as we possibly can. And uh, they've probably seen on the letter, hopefully by now, the, the place where they can register for that, mm-hmm. um, which will help us um, know how many are going to be coming. I mean, we've got to leave room for some um, visitors. Mm. So um, perhaps we might have a few walk in that we're not expecting and we have room for that. We'll, we'll make a provision for that. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about that registration just really quickly. Um, so they need to do that once every week for the foreseeable future. How, how often should they be looking for a registration link? So we're going to be sending that out uh, every week. It'll be something like a sign of genius or whatever. That'll mm-hmm. be um, Monday. I just pick a time Monday at noon or something. And that way people can go on. Um, we thought about different ways of registering or assigning um, for people to come to either the 9 or eleven fifteen. It just seemed best to to make that sort of a, you decide mm. and you sign up like you're getting on a Southwest airlines flight. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go and get on there, um, whenever you want to, uh, we don't foresee there being too many issues with that, but mm. again, we'll adjust if, if that becomes an issue. And if for some reason I can't sign up, maybe my internet's down, maybe I don't have internet, maybe I don't have a computer, um, those sorts of things. Uh, we know there's folks in our congregation who have various needs in that way. Um, maybe three different ways to do it then. Um, contact our administrative assistant here in the office, uh, text, email, call one of the pastors, and we can get you signed up or just contact your parish elder mm-hmm. and they can take care of you from there. Is that right? Great. So um, let's talk about this then. So service times are 9 and 11.15, when should I show up? It would be great if everybody could show up about 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes early, um, because we, we just don't want it to get packed mm. um, and people will be racing in at the last minute. We want to mm. have this be, um, we're Presbyterian, so we want it to be decent and in mm. order. And so people showing up a little bit early, they could even talk to some people across from each other in the sanctuary if they wanted mm. to from their pew. They might stand outside and talk for a minute, but we want people to be coming in so that we start we're going to start at nine. Yeah. Um, I know that in our other services, sometimes we would, you know, be a couple minutes past. We won't be able to do that this time. Right. Especially sh- for that first service. Right? The, for that first service, there's yeah. not going to be any wiggle room. We need to get yeah. going so that um, we can end around 10 o'clock mm-hmm. and then have the other group in. So people coming early would be uh, really helpful um, mm-hmm. rather than people showing up the last minute and everybody sort of comes in mm-hmm. and okay, we're not social distancing now and we're just racing to our seat. No, mm-hmm. we're fighting over which one we have or, uh, or whatever that is. So just mm-hmm. uh, the earlier, the better to make it uh, yeah. simpler. And we're not going to lock people out of services, right? But no, I, I don't really, I hope not. We're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're really emphasizing, you know, particularly that first service, it's, it's very important. Um, okay, so, so say I arrive, I've got two entrances I can come through, the bottom entrance with the welcome center mm-hmm. and then come upstairs or the top one. Uh, we had talked about, reserving slash just encouraging folks let let the folks who are uh, would normally park in a handicapped spot uh, folks who might need the elevator those sorts of things let them park up top Mm -hmm. right so that you can come up the stairs and stuff like that uh, and they don't have to but so say i come okay madeline and i are here uh, we're capable to walk up the stairs so we park in the bottom parking lot we walk in the welcome center walk me through from there to when i'm in in my seat what what is that supposed to look like 
So what we're asking is for people to wear their mask when they're in the building. So you get out of your car, you might talk to some people. We're asking people to practice social distancing, even outside as best they can. Um, So when you're coming to the building, just like you would go to a giant eagle or something, put on your mask and make your way up to the sanctuary. Mm -hmm. You'll see that the fellowship hall has been closed off. uh, The the nursery downstairs, um, Reformation Hall, all these places are going to be locked or in some ways closed off. And so there's really only going to be one way you can go. The bathrooms upstairs, um, both um, in the back of the sanctuary, the front of the church and the back of the church will be uh, accessible for people. But we're just asking them to make their way to the sanctuary. So you might only have your mask on for 40 seconds when you Mm. when you get here. And then once you sit down, um, you can, if you want to, you can remove your mask. um, And then um, as they'll read, one of the things that we're asking people to do is when we start to sing, we're going to want to put our masks back on. Mm. Uh, They hopefully they're going to read the various articles that are in uh, this letter. But one of them has to do with. Uh, the dangers in many ways mm-hmm. of the possible dangers, I'll say it that way, of of singing mm-hmm. and spreading of the virus that, yeah. um, you know, we talk about the aerosolizing of, mm-hmm. of, um, of the droplets, mm-hmm. um, how it projects further or farther um, than six feet. And so we're just going to take an extra precaution with regard to that. Uh, I think there are some churches that have decided not to sing mm-hmm. um, at all. And I, I'm not in favor of that one. And so we're just, we're taking a conservative, cautious um, route with this one just while singing. So for the three minutes that we'll sing a song, uh, we'll put them on. We realize that won't be the the most fun thing. It'll be a little different. But uh, the session a couple of weeks ago uh, gathered around a piano with our Mm. masks on and sang all of Holy, Holy, Holy. And we got done and we thought that really wasn't that bad. Mm. Um, And as Jim Spitzel has reminded us, um, we are singing for each other, but ultimately we're singing for the Lord. So um, we can, um, he, he can hear us through our masks mm. and you will be able to hear each other through your masks. Mm. So uh, we don't think it'll impede too much yeah. uh, for that extra uh, protection. Yeah. Praise the Lord. He, he hears those who sing well, like you, those who don't <laughs> like me, but also if we're muffled through a mask. Or that's not, right, right. That's right. So, so, okay. I, I get out of my car. I walk in, I put my mask on, got hand sanitizer right there. Mm-hmm. If I don't have a mask, we'll have some available, right. both disposable and cloth masks. If you want to grab one of those, some of the ladies in the church have, have made those for us. We're mm-hmm. very thankful for that. Walk upstairs, grab a bulletin, and I met with a deacon. Right. Right. And he says, okay, hey, uh, how many people are with you? It's just me and Madeline. And then he's going to look at the sanctuary. He <clears throat> is going to know, you know, how the seating goes. And then he's going to encourage us to go to a certain spot. Right. So let's talk about that really quickly. Talk to me about the pew arrangement. Talk to me about what that might look like. So when we were trying to think of how to fit, the most amount of people in here, social distancing, uh, a couple of things came to mind. We're using the outer pews um, as best we can. If you're a group of about five, six, or seven, you can take a whole outer pew to yourself. Hmm. Um, and each of the pews, they're going to be uh, every third pew. So you're more than two pews apart from somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll be roped off. To and be, that'll be roped yeah. off. You'll know exactly where to sit. You won't have to count or anything. It, it, that, that won't be an issue. So the deacon will ask you, you know, how many you have? Let's say it's you and Madeline. Well, actually, uh, if, it's, if you're single, if there's two or three, 
uh, we're, we're going to put you on the end of the middle rows, the big, the big rows in mm-hmm. the middle. We'll put you on the end. This is the point of the little divider that we have. So then you can slide that down. Mm-hmm. And when you slide that down, that's actually going to create more room for somebody on the other side. So that divider is six feet, right? The divider is six to feet. To help social distance. So if I've got a family of four, I put that divider, and I'm on the furthest inside, I put that divider next to me. Mm-hmm. And that tells the deacons and tells another family how much space there is on the other that's end. That's right. Yeah. And, we, and if you... The bigger rows, what we've kind of thought um, is that there's, if you were, if it was like just perfect, there'd be four on one side and then the divider and then four on the other side. Mm. But let's say you're a family of 10. Mm. You can just take that whole row yourself, remove the divider. um, Or if you're a group, because one of the things we're going to encourage people is that if you haven't been social distancing, feel free to sit with those people. So Mm -hmm. you might not be related, um, but... It's okay if you're, if you're, if you can say, Hey, the six of us can sit together. That's mm-hmm. great. Take an outer pew. Mm-hmm. And that will actually create more room, mm-hmm. uh, for people. So for here. example, Madeline and I, I mean, obviously you and I haven't really been able to social distance right. in order to do this <laughs> yeah. sort of stuff and, and try and feed the congregation this way. So Madeline and Katie could sit together. That's right. Right. Rather than, uh, rather than, you know, I come up and help lead worship. Madeline's all by herself. She doesn't need to be by herself. That's right. Great. Okay, so now I'm sitting down. You said I could take my mask off. I stand up to sing. I put it back on. Okay, now walk me through maybe some of the stuff in the service. Okay, you said it was abbreviated. What, what are we not doing, I guess? Maybe start there. I mean, you said the Lord's Supper, but that's going to affect other things too. Mm-hmm. Maybe just generally walk us through what the, the service is going to look like. So um, if people know our services well enough, we normally sing about six songs. Mm-hmm. We're only going to sing four this time. And part of that is because once we remove the Lord's Supper, that it removes the song from that mm-hmm. place. Um, and it also changes how the service ends. Um, also, there isn't going to be a time of offertory. Mm. So there won't be uh, what often sometimes people will um, refer to as special music while the deacons are coming forward and bringing the plate. That actually won't happen anymore. So that actually is going to abbreviate the service mm-hmm. again. Um, whereas the beginning, we normally sing two songs, mm-hmm. sort of. We're only going to sing one there. Um, and people will see this in their bulletin. The bulletin is identical uh, to what it was before as far as that's concerned, but they'll notice some of those things that are missing. But everything else, um, all the components of confession of faith, confession of sin, um, pastoral prayer, prayer of vacation, all these various things will be then, of course, uh, the sermon. So, Great. So now the service is over. You've pronounced the benediction. You've blessed God's people. What am I supposed to do now? Okay, so since we're going to exit, um, we're going to try to do this decent and in order. Mm. Um, we'll put our masks back on, and the deacons will dismiss uh, a row or two at a time. Great. And that, that will help us not get cramped somewhere. It'll hopefully get people uh, out of the building quicker, which is one of the things we want to try to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they'll come to your row, almost like at a wedding or something, mm. um, both front and back. And release you, and you can walk out and then walk mm-hmm. to your car. Or we're still social distancing, right? We're still still apart. working, yeah, still working for social distancing, trying to um, uh, practice that. And so then, when you get outside, though, obviously you can take your mask off. You can spend time with people. We're actually encouraging that. If you if you're at the nine o'clock, um, stick around for a little bit and talk. We're encouraging people that maybe they're at the eleven fifteen. They want to show up at ten or ten thirty and and spend some time in mm-hmm. fellowship. Um, the elders are going to uh, basically be at both services to um, say hi to people, mm. um, 
and, and engage uh, with the people. So that kind of middle time can just be an, an hour or so of fellowship. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get people out um, as quickly and as an orderly way as we can. Um, and then we've got sort of an army of people that are mm-hmm. going to begin to clean. And there's going to be wiping of all the surfaces, including the pews, uh, even the pulpit and the chairs, doorknobs, bathrooms, everything you can think of that needs to be wiped down. We're also going to adjust uh, these little strings or ropes that are um, in the pews because we're not going to be using the same pews for Mm -hmm. 9 and 11, 15. So if you come at 9... Uh, or if you come at 1115, you're sitting in a pew that nobody has sat in. Mm. Just another extra level of precaution. And so there will be some adjustments that need to be made during uh, between that 9 and 1115 or between that 10 o'clock time, and that 1115 time. We estimate that to take about 20, 30 minutes to to do all of those things. And then we'll be ready for mm. uh, the 1130s to start or 1115 people to start coming in maybe around 11 o'clock. Mm. Um, so hopefully that all goes smoothly. Um, but again, we'll, we'll probably learn some things this Sunday. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So now that's the service. Yep. That's me getting here, going upstairs, mask on, sitting, mask off, singing, mask on, not singing, mask off, leaving, mask on, right? The, the whole details. Again, you can find these details in that blog post, um, in that congregational letter as well. So now I know the details and I feel comfortable I am healthy. I don't show any signs of the coronavirus, COVID-19. I don't have any illness or anything like that. I have a mask Mm -hmm. or I'm willing to take one downstairs. So what am I doing now? I want to come. What do I do? So I go to the registration, click on that, pick your service. Uh, Obviously, you're going to have to put your name in. Tell us how many people are coming. Um, I would say do that sooner than later mm. to help us, first of all, just get an idea um, of who, who's going to be in each service uh, and so that we can prepare for that. Um, but after that, uh, you're ready to go. And so when I register, I'm, I'm putting my name in just a number or am I putting everybody's name or? I believe it's just your name. Um, so if it was, let's just say I was going to sign up, it would be me and then I would sign up th- uh, four people. Great. And, and it's going to cut off at 100. So it's going to, you'll know if you can come to that service um, because you won't be able to sign up if, if it has already reached capacity. Great. So now let's talk about maybe Madeline and I don't feel comfortable. Mm. We've, we've heard that. Maybe we're experiencing symptoms of COVID-19. Maybe we've been around somebody and maybe we want to be safe. Maybe we are don't necessarily feel comfortable uh, with some of the procedures and we, mm-hmm. we'd like some more time or we feel comfortable with the procedures and we just want to allow more time. Mm-hmm. Is my parish elder going to call me and ask where I've been right. and suggest that I start coming? What, what, what does that look like? You know, this is one of the things that um, we've been concerned about. You, you can read all kinds of um, articles on this, uh, the church, uh, being unified in a very difficult time. And we want to extend as much grace as we can to people. Um, we think their decision to come back to church, uh, their level level of comfortability, um, is really a matter of, of Christian freedom. So we, we totally respect if there are people that are just saying, you know what, I want to see how this goes for a little bit. I want to see, you know, our, our city is reopening. Uh, we're coming into the green phase tomorrow. 
And you know what? I'm just not sure we're not going to see a spike and we're going to be put back in lockdown. And I'm just not willing to risk that just yet. Um, you know, that's, we totally respect and understand that decision. We are providing a live stream. So you're able to, um, use that, um, instead, um, to have some semblance of, uh, of, of your time with us here. Hmm. So great. Okay. So I think we've walked through the letter. I think we walked through most of the details. Uh, we, we do say at the end of the letter, right? If you have any questions, contact mm-hmm. Pastor Brent. You can contact me, Pastor Spitzel, or your elder. I mean, the elders have been integral to this whole conversation. So now let's kind of transition away from those details and let's talk about what we're doing on Sunday. Right. Right. We're worshiping God. We're coming together as the people of God after a drought, after a famine, mm-hmm. really, after exile in, in, in a great sense. What are we doing? Like maybe, maybe give us a little taste of what's supposed to come on Sunday. What songs, maybe two or three of the songs that we're singing, maybe the sermon, or are we staying in Luke? Are you going somewhere else? Uh, walk me through some of the, the, the goodies that are to yeah. come on Sunday. Well, um, Jim Spitzel asked me, he said, so what are you going to do? I think that was yesterday. And I said, I'm just going to pick back up in Luke where we left off. Mm-hmm. Right? It's the, it was a almost three month hiatus. And he said, well, that, you know, that's like Calvin. And when he came back into town <laughs> right. and just picked right back up where he left off, um, I'm no Calvin, uh, first of all. But I also think that one of the reasons for doing that is many of us uh, want some sense of normalcy, right? Let's just jump back into Luke. All of the scripture, um, any scripture speaks to every circumstance that we're in. We're not, I'm not blind to what's going on in our country, not blind to the the pestilence that we are uh, dealing with right now, but we need to hear the word of God. Um, And so we have a wonderful passage from Luke where Jesus interacts with the Sadducees who don't believe in the resurrection. Mm. That's all I'm going to tell you. Um, Looking forward to spending time there uh, with Jesus um, Mm. in that passage. Um, A couple of songs. Um, Well, we missed Easter and the passage is on resurrection. Um, so we'll be singing um, one of the songs of the Gettys, you know, Christ is risen, he's risen mm-hmm. indeed. That fits. Um, on Jordan Stormy Banks, obviously thinking of... Second greatest uh, hymn of all time. Right, Good the second pick. greatest hymn of all time. That's yeah. right. Um, I believe uh, Great is Thy Faithfulness will be one of them. And then I think uh, Christ has made this sure foundation. Mm-hmm. And that's the one we'll open up with, kind of a reminder to all of us What's our foundation in this life when things are so tumultuous? Christ is our foundation mm. in all of this. So um, I'm looking forward to just getting back together. Mm. Um, when the elders got together and sang, holy, 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 um, as we started to sing, I thought, this is the first time mm. that I've been able to sing uh, this hymn or any hymn with a group of people for the last, mm. what was it, 11 weeks. Yeah, that was a sweet time. Yeah, it's something we're, we, we've gotten used to that we do at least once a week, if not in other settings, right? And so I think it's something we are so hungry to do, mm. um, to express our love and sing to each other about who Christ is, mm. and, um, and then to sit under God's word, which we have been uh, starved of mm. over the last uh, three months. So mm. uh, I'm excited. I know a lot of our people yeah. are, so looking forward to it. I'm... I'm beyond excited. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be incredible. 
but until then, I've got to go get a haircut, shave, <laughs> make sure like my clothes are still <laughs> pressed, you know? So Brent, thanks for your take on this. Thanks for writing that letter. Thanks for your leadership through this. Thanks to the elders uh, for their wisdom, the deacons for uh, the, the contributions they've been making mm-hmm. and just their willingness to work. Uh, and we just thank you guys for, for understanding and being patient with us as, as we've sought to go through this time and make these decisions. But uh, Brent, thanks for your take today. Thanks, Jim. See you Sunday. See you then.